Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous... Wow, look at her. She dressed for the occasion today. Me, not so much. Anyway, gorgeous, super smart, hardworking, deserves to be in her own hall of fame, co-host and wife... Michelle. Uh, thank you. Uh, I could uh, say the same about you in terms of how wonderful you are and everything, but thank you. Um, yeah, I dressed like this because I thought it was kind of our uh, red carpet type of event. Last time I wore this was in, uh, or this gown was for Mickey's 90th birthday at, um, what's that auditorium? That was the Shrine Auditorium that we went to the, when we went to the taping of the 90th uh, Mickey's 90th birthday celebration. Exactly. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was. So. It was cool. I, I, I miss those days when we can actually go do things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing it here. That's <laughs> right. We're doing our, our own, own thing. Red carpet. At home. And I'm, we're, I'm looking forward to some champagne and some nice, wonderful. Uh, canapes and things after this episode why don't we do it while we're doing this episode (laughs) maybe we are as far as you know you'll know if we start going off the rail well maybe you won't know because we we usually go off the rails every episode so we'll see but we appreciate that you join us today we are recording this episode on sunday january 3rd 2021 yes it's a brand new year we hope you all had a happy safe and healthy new year's celebration and we're excited about uh what's to come in 2021 right uh hopefully uh you know the what is it gray skies are going to break up and uh things are going to look clear up clear up yes put on a happy face marvelous honey. yes wasn't that i mean now that everybody's just tuned us out <laughs> why did i download this episode no. oh boy we just have to reassure everybody we're not singing through this episode we're actually going to have <laughs> we are not well <laughs> real music michelle might not you never know with me that's I, true i could break into song at any time that's true so. <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter. You'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> we appreciate all of you who have already signed up for the newsletter. Any of you who are thinking about signing up for the newsletter in the future, it's just kind of a way to be more involved in our Hyperion Adventures podcast world. We put out stuff about each episode, the Disney Dishes blog recipe of the week. And we also ask for your input a lot, and we appreciate those mm-hmm. of you who do chime in on a lot of the stuff that we put out there. Right. And sometimes we put some special secret information that only our uh, Hyperion Adventures podcasters on the newsletter get. That's true. We put out something last week. As a matter of fact, I actually had to for the, I think this is the first time ever I had to resend the newsletter this week because I forgot to put in, <laughs> well, one, I forgot to put in Michelle's thing for the, uh, what was it, the address to get an right. autograph from a Disney character. character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also forgot to put the link to the show <laughs> and put the picture and everything else but the link. So I had to resend that. So sorry for those of you who I actually sent, you received that newsletter twice this week. I promise that won't be in every week. Thing, I promise. Um, anyway, uh, you can also follow along with us on social media. We have a lot of fun on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. Mostly we put these episodes out there in video form 
on the YouTube channel. You'll get to see how Michelle is decked out <laughs> in her fine attire. You'll get to see me in my little... I was going to uh, say. You know, Kanan Jarrus <laughs> slash Alexander Hamilton uh, ponytail that I've decked out in today. Because last week, and this may still be the case because my hair is still out of control. Uh, last week as I was watching, doing the video, my hair was all over the place throughout the show. So I'm trying to do anything I can to contain it and uh, my little ponytail here nice. that you can barely see is what I'm doing with it today. And you get to check that out. If you follow us on the YouTube, uh, you can just uh, do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast there. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason to suggest a topic, just ask us a question, whatever the case may be, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. Right. We do love hearing from you and getting some feedback. And again, if you ever have any questions about what we've shared, if there's some information you'd like additional information on, please let us know. Yes, please let us know. We just want to be more in contact with you in the email email is is a great way to do that. Now, uh, before we get into to this week's episode, I want to talk about something that's happening with us. Originally for this week, we were planning to take a trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. Coming up, we would be there this next weekend. Uh, we were going to be there for the Taste of Epcot International Festival mm-hmm. of the Arts, spend a few days there. But due to several circumstances, like almost a dozen of them, <laughs> we've kind of decided that um, maybe it's not the best time to take that trip so we have canceled that trip we still have a trip planned in february that we're looking forward to to catch the end of the Mm -hmm. taste of epcot international (laughs) festival of the arts but um we decided this this trip isn't the right time for us now among one of the reasons why this time isn't the right time for us is because michelle is potentially about to get the COVID-19 vaccine, right. possibly Wednesday. as early within the next couple days. Yeah. It's, right now, it looks like Wednesday. So, so. She, so she's going to start the process as she is you know, semi near the front lines in the medical industry. So she is one of the people that is up first. Well, not first, but within yeah. the first Pulling phase, no. within <laughs> the first phase uh, to get this. And by the way, I wanted to put it out there. If any of you are interested in what Michelle is going through and how the, the vaccine works, I'm sure she'd be happy to answer your questions Absolutely. as this happens and keep you informed. So you can know when, when eventually this comes around for your group, because it will eventually come around for everybody that you will get a chance to, to right. get one of these vaccines. Right. Right now we're in what tier 1a here in southern california and so i'm looking forward to that like you said i'm willing to share any information and uh it's exciting scary and uh (laughs) certainly you know very historical yeah well it's important and uh, i'm glad michelle is going through this i'm ready for her to get the vaccine i'm ready for everybody to get the vaccine Mm -hmm. eventually but again if you have any questions please hit her up because i think knowledge is the best thing involved with what all everything that's going on right now knowledge is key to helping everybody out but you know the vaccine too if you you can follow along with her experience and kind of know you know what 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 you can expect when it comes around for your time they'll find how big of a crybaby i am my arm hurts my arm hurts oh my eye oh wait no you're not getting it there sorry um as for the rest of today's show we have lots of stuff for you today including a terrific returning ticket offer for those of you 
at the going to the Walt Disney World Resort if you happen to reside in the Sunshine State. Ooh. It's a really good ticket offer, and I think that if you live there, you might want to take advantage of that. But let's get to our main topic of the week. Woo! We've been building up for this all year. This is a big one. Yes, it's our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame induction ceremony. there it is the pomp and circumstance <laughs> as all of the nominees come in to find out who will be inducted welcomed into our hyperion adventures disney hall of fame in our second year of it we had opened up some new categories this year brought back some classic categories and we've had a lot of fun over the last several months getting to the nomination process and finally to the final ballot right i mean it's so exciting everybody participating throughout the whole process you know getting into uh sharing ideas for nominations and then actually doing the voting i know you haven't shared with me uh, the results yet, but I was really thrilled how many people really took part into it. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. I mean, these were picked by you. These, the, whoever gets in, when the nominees were picked by you, and then also, of course, those on the final ballot were picked by you. And at the end of the show, we will have a prize package to give away for those of you Yay. who d chose to take part in our final for ballot one of, for somebody for one person yes yes, <laughs> yes. not everybody's getting the prize <laughs> package uh we will be doing a little drawing at the end of this segment and the, you know one of you will get our little prize package that yeah. you know, as an appreciation award for uh helping us out and picking these uh these different uh, inductees into our hyperion adventures disney hall of fame so before we get started on our categories i need to talk about the process that here now we did take your votes in now just because somebody got the most votes a film a song an attraction a character got the most votes does not mean they made it into the hall of fame we wanted it to this is the hall of fame the hyperion adventures disney hall of fame okay, i'm confused <laughs> we want them to be like have a significant amount, a majority of the votes. So I put it to 60%. If you did not receive at least 60% of the votes, just like I did last oh, year, okay. you did not make it into the Hall of Fame. 51% is not enough. I got gotcha. you. You know, okay. just beating everybody else, having 47% and beating everybody else is not enough. That's not Hall of Fame worthy. Okay. I, went at, I put it at 60% of the vote or more will get you into the Hall of Fame. So uh, let's get to our first category. And I think this is a really fun one because people love Disney villains, oh, yeah. right? We got some serious interaction on this one. <laughs> a lot of people have their favorite Disney villains. There's so many good ones to choose from. I know. Yeah. So let's get to our nominees first off for our best Disney villain. I will also tell you, by the way, um, not every category got somebody in. Ooh. 
interesting. There's at least one category that did not have a character, a film, an attraction, or a song that reached that 60% wow. threshold. Wow. Was it Best Disney Villains? Let's find out. Let's go to our nominees. We'll start with Captain Hook. Yeah. Cruella DeVille. All right. From 101 Dalmatians. Of course, Captain Hook from Peter Pan. Uh, Darth Vader from the Star Wars franchise. Mm. Dr. Facilier from The Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Hades from Hercules. Yeah. Jafar from Aladdin. Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty and, you know, the Maleficent films. Right. Uh, Mother Gothel from Tangled. Oogie Boogie from The Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas. The Queen of Hearts from the, uh, from the Alice in Wonderland yeah. films, both the live action and the animated. There was no justification of these, obviously, since there are live action characters right. in here being animated or live action. They're just Disney villains. Scar from The Lion uh-huh. King. Thanos from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Yeah. And Yzma from The Emperor's New Groove. So... That was a long list of villains. That's like almost all the villains. All the villains. Not really, (laughs) but there were a lot of great villains out there. People love their villains, you know, (laughs) and understandable. So let's get to it. Which of these has been voted by you into this year's Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame? Let's get started with this one. Henceforth, you shall be known as Darth Vader. Commander, tear this ship apart until you found those plans and bring me the passengers. I want them alive! Darth Vader, only you could be so bold. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away! If you only knew the power of the dark side... Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. I find your lack of faith disturbing. I don't fear you. Then you will die braver than most. You are beaten. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Director. (laughs) Apology accepted, Captain Nida. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! No! So, yes, our first brand new inductee (laughs) to the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for Best Villain is... Darth Vader from the Star Wars franchise. 
He was terrifying when I was a kid. <laughs> I, know, I, right? I get it. He is a great, great villain. Yeah, he is. And I love how the franchise, you know, like I, I guess just because we've gotten so accustomed to looking at the, you know, original trilogy, but really brought back that, you know, villainous personality he had when they brought back some of the other movies, especially like Rogue One and some of the other ones since then. But yeah, uh, Yeeks. Yeah, I love Rogue One. Makes him scary again because yeah. you see how terrifying he is. Right uh, when he is going, r- just running through that uh, that Rebel crew there, right. trying to get the data plans escaped away. It is terrifying. It was one of our was it not so scary moments? Right. One of my top five not so scary <laughs> yes. moments because it was. Yeah, it was really, really well done. Also, uh, if you haven't seen uh, the animated series Star Wars Rebels, he makes a couple appearances in there mm-hmm. and is also rather terrifying right. in that as well. Um, but yes, Darth Vader is our first inductee as best Yay. Disney villain. However, he is not the only one, really? the only Disney villain who has made it into this year's class. We have a second inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for best Disney villain as chosen by you. You. Why, it's Maleficent. What does she want here? I really felt quite distressed at not receiving an invitation. You're not welcome here. <laughs> oh dear. What an awkward situation. Listen well, all of you. The princess shall indeed grow in grace and beauty. Beloved by all who know her. But before the sun sets on her 16th birthday, she shall prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel and die. Oh no! <laughs> Seize that creature! Stand back, you fool! Let us leave our noble prince with these happy thoughts. <laughs> A most gratifying day. I have a little bit of news. Well, on with it. It's nothing of any real consequence, and it's certainly no reason to overreact. It's just that Prince Philip has um... disappeared. <laughs> no. Now, Philip has... Yellow fever? No, wait. Leprosy. No, Mrs. Prince Philip has asked Aurora if she'll become his... Don't. Ruin my morning. Oh! Disgrace to the forces of evil. This curse will last to the end of time. No power on earth can change it. Oh, come on, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
classic yeah. uh, Disney villain from Sleeping Beauty and, of course, also the Maleficent films. I didn't uh, differentiate between the two. I put right. them both in there in that cut um, because I, I didn't ask anybody out there to differentiate between the two versions. Sure. But uh, Maleficent, uh, such a classic Disney villain and obviously very popular. Oh, yeah. I mean... She, you know, she kind of defines villain for Disney and, you know, definitely uh, with the original classic early on, um, you know, took the reins and really showed what evil can be. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I mean, she even appears in the video games in uh, Kingdom Hearts and such as as a villain, you know, and sometimes helpful, you know, but uh, you you can see, you know, they're just she just oozes badness, oozes evil Um, in in the Maleficent films, um, the the live action films, you know, you kind of see the other side of her, you know, but still there is that there's always that there. So it's a great choice. And uh, I appreciate you who uh, went out there and voted for that. Bravo Maleficent for making it onto the Hall of Fame. Yes. So uh, that was our Disney villains. Those are the two that made it in out of that group of nominees. We will have that category up again next year and we'll see who joins them next year for our third annual Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Let's move on to our next category, which is going to be best Disney song. So much great music within Disney. This is a tough one to pick from. We have so many great songs, lots of great nominees. uh, And we appreciate, again, everybody who's helped us with this. So here are our nominees for this year's category, Best Disney Song. We have A Whole New World from Aladdin. Almost There from The Princess and the Frog. Beauty and the Beast from, of course, Beauty Beauty and and the Beast. Beast. Yes. Uh, Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins. Friend Like Me from Aladdin. I See the Light from Tangled. Uh, Into the Unknown. Hashtag Real Men Love Frozen. This is from Frozen 2. Hashtag Real Men Love Frozen. Let it go from Frozen. Out there from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Show Yourself from Frozen 2. Right. Uh, stand Out from a Goofy Movie. Such a great song. It I love is. Stand Out. And When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. So, so many great choices right. there. There were songs that didn't even make our nominations, but uh, I think those are all great choices to yes. pick from. Oh, definitely. And it uh, it would be a difficult category to try to, first of all, hone in on a small amount, but also to really capture, you know, something that is great enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Yep, because there's sure. just so many of them. For sure. So, so let's see. As voted by you, this year's induction for Best Disney Song into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame is... Uh, <laughs> Nobody. Oh, uh, man. We could not get a consensus. Um, you know, there were some that got wow. more votes than others. Came close, but no one hit that 60% threshold. So we do not have an inductee. It's tough. Like you were just bringing up, how do you pick between all these songs? They're all so great. Um, I think every single song got at least one vote, if not multiple votes. Um, So again, that is why it was tough to pick one. You know, none of them stood out, not even stand out, stood out (laughs) above the crowd. So we do not have a song getting in this year. We will try again next year. By the way, if we, I'm, thinking that if we go through these categories and we go a couple years in a row where we don't get anybody in, maybe we don't have a consensus. Maybe we don't have a Hall of Famer. Right. Maybe we move on to a different category at that could point. Be. We'll see what happens yeah, with could that. Be. You know, and, and I think for for anybody who's listening that didn't vote, uh, when you got to the category, you could vote on multiple 
you know, um, mm-hmm. of those nominations. So it wasn't like you were just picking one. Right. And so that's why I think, you know, just to clarify, like somebody might hear two songs, one, but saying, oh, how did they both get 61%? That's because um, the voting allowed you to vote for multiples. Every category I put out, like I allowed, depending on how many nominees Mm -hmm. there were, I think it was, um, I opened up enough for a third of them to be voted for. So you could pick like if there were 21, you could pick up to seven. If there were uh, 15, you can pick up to five and and so forth, you know, so. And I think part of our... Part of the challenges, like especially in a category such as that, is there were so many nominees because so many people did like many of them. Mm-hmm. And it's, like I said, hard to hone in on a smaller grouping. Yeah, so. sure. It, it wasn't easy. I'm not saying it was easy. And, you know, and like I said, there were some songs that got more votes than others. They just didn't reach that Hall of Fame threshold right. that I set going into this thing. So let's move on to our next category. This was another one that got a ton of nominations. It was... Uh, class best classic Disney attraction. Uh, anything that was in the parks uh, before 1990, I think, is what I said it at when okay. I put out the call for nominations right. to begin with. And so many people love so many Disney attractions that are from the past. Now these could be uh, attractions that are currently in the parks, right? Or they could have you know gone by the wayside at this point. But if you love that attraction, uh, that was good enough. Sure. So, so let's get through the nominees for best Disney attractions for the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Uh, Adventure through inner space that which used to be at Disneyland right. was one. Uh, Country Bear Jamboree that used to be at Disneyland <laughs> but still is at Walt Disney World was right. one at Magic Kingdom was next. Uh, the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. um, classic one, right. of course. Uh, Horizons, which used to be at Epcot, yeah. was a fan favorite. It's a Small World is another one. Uh, Journey into Imagination, the original version of Journey into right. Imagination was more what it was specified as. Uh, the Jungle Cruise, the Matterhorn Bobsleds from Disneyland. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride used to be at Walt Disney World, still is at uh, right. Disneyland. Uh, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, Star Tours, uh, The Great Movie Ride, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover (laughs) is a very popular one. Uh, The Universe of Energy, you know, no longer exists, but another great one. Uh, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress and Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room and world of motion so those were the nominees that you got to choose from a lot of great ones out there oh yeah a lot of ones that you know you just can think of so fondly the ones especially the ones that are no longer there you know Mm -hmm. that that we can't get to to enjoy anymore yeah more heartwarming tough because, to, of that. because there are so many great ones another tough decision yeah. tough to pick from all these but um, let's see if we got anybody in yeah. as voted by you our newest addition selected by you to our hyperion adventures disney hall of fame for best classic disney attraction is Oh, 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 oh,
So yes, Pirates Yay. of the Caribbean, definitely a classic Disney right. attraction. Uh, it was the perfect choice. It made it in. Jack Sparrow, who is already in <laughs> our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame as one of the best live-action characters from last year. I will be happy to know that yes. Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> the, the attraction itself, is there for him to you know, right. kind of cruise through. Exactly. You know, and, and it's, it is such a, a classic, and even though it has some, some variations from park to park, it still has that same feeling and wonderful song. Yeah. Great song. A great ride. Still one of our favorites. Yes. It's a must hit. Uh, better at Disneyland, in my opinion, mm-hmm. than it is at Walt Disney World. Uh, but I, we will hit it up on both coasts right. every time we exactly. go, for sure. And Paris. And Paris. Still <laughs> want to hit the Shanghai one, which is totally different. Right. Uh, but it looks crazy good. Like, yes. that would be a lot of fun. So, um, very cool. Pirates of the Caribbean, our newest addition into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame as a classic Disney attraction. And we have yet another that has made it through that got that 60% vote threshold as a new inductee. Classic attraction. Who could it be? On the Crypt Norse Creek and the Tombstones Quake. Spooks come out for a swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a darkish hide. They pretend to terrorize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. I'm so happy this one made it. The Haunted Mansion is an inductee into our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. It is my favorite classic Disney attraction. I'm so glad that you out there chose that as well, that you agree with me. And I know Michelle thinks the same way. Most definitely. Most definitely. You know, like you've talked about with some of the other attractions, is, you know, some of the first time how you felt. You know, or people you've gone with, like whether it's friends or families and experienced it. It's just such a a wonderful attraction and so happy it made it. It's, you know, it's more than 50 years old now. It still stands up. It is still just as great. Uh, It is a must do every trip to Disneyland. Walt Disney World, even the different versions, you know, like the Phantom Manors. You can go back and listen to Michelle's episode where she explored uh, the Haunted Mansions right. and the Phantom Manors and the different Mystic Manors and stuff and the differences. But they're all somewhat connected and they're all pretty cool. Right. And like you said, they've stood the test of time. I mean, lines are always long at that attraction at, at the parks. And it's just great that something can have that much uh, appeal that it's lasted so long. Mm-hmm. And I think this one, as opposed to the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, probably the Walt Disney World version is a little bit better than the Disneyland version, except for the Haunted Mansion holiday right. version. <laughs> but, um, and I love the Disneyland one. It's the one I grew up with, so right. it's my favorite. But the queue's better at uh, Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. I think kind of the, the way it lines up at Walt Disney World is is a little bit better as well at Magic Kingdom. Right. But uh, they are both they're both great and just love them to death. So again, I'm so uh, very happy that this one made it in. Yeah, so that's it. Those are the classic Disney attractions that made it in. There are a couple others that came somewhat close. 
but not did not it. quite make it in. A little disappointing, but yes. there's always next year. <laughs> we right. can get a lot of these that didn't make it this year in for next year. So let's move on to our next category. And this one, this one is the final of our brand new categories that we added this year. And that is uh, Best Disney Sidekick. There are a lot of great sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Think yeah. about all the sidekicks. I know. Um, and throughout the various Disney films, live action and animated. Again, we didn't specify on either one. There are so many great sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's another one that's a hard category. One to hone down to where you have a, a small number. And there wasn't a small number. There was a lot of energy around all of them. And there's just so many great ones, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. so. so let's get to those great ones as nominated by you. Here are those nominations that were voted on on our final ballot. Uh, Abu from Aladdin, mm -hmm. of course. Uh, Baymax from Big Hero 6. Yay. Dopey from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Figaro from Pinocchio and, you know, sometimes as Minnie Mouse's cat. Correct. Right? Uh, Genie from Aladdin, who is actually already in our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame as best animated character. So uh. could Genie make a second appearance, Ooh. the first character to be in twice? We'll Maybe. see. Uh, Gus Gus from Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio right. and various other things. <laughs> uh, Lewis from The Princess and the Frog. Uh, Mushu from Mulan. Olaf from the Frozen franchise. Right. So many great Olaf things yes. out there. Uh, Pascal from Tangled. Uh, Pumbaa from The Lion King. R2-D2 from the Star Wars right. franchise. Ray, the little lightning bug from The Princess and the Frog. <laughs> uh, Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Sven from the Frozen franchise. Right. Thumper from Bambi. Cool that yes. Thumper made it on as a nominee. Uh, Timon, if you can't, if you got to have a Pumbaa, you're going to have to have Timon. Right. Pumbaa, or excuse me, Timon from The Lion King. And Zero, the dog from The Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas. So those are our nominees. Let's check and see, as voted by you, which of these fantastic Disney accomplices will be inducted into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame as best sidekick. I'm Olaf and I like warm hugs! I'm Anna. And who's the funky looking donkey over there? That's Sven. Uh-huh. And who's the reindeer? Sven. Oh, the oh, okay. Make things easier for me. Watch out for my butt! <laughs> Did you know that water has memory? True fact. Did you know gorillas burp when they're happy? Did you know we blink four million times a day? Did you know wombats poop squares? Did you know sleeping quietly on long journeys prevents insanity? <laughs> Yeah, that's not true. It is. It's true. definitely true. No, it's, it's the truth. Oh. Well, that was unanimous. Oh, look at that. I've been impaled. <laughs> uh, Anna? Elsa? Sven? Samantha? <laughs> I don't I even know it's Samantha. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just find clothes restricting. I can't feel my leg. I can't feel my leg. <laughs> Those are my legs. Only an act of true love can save you. Here's a true love's kiss. You're not worth it. Guess what? I'm the bad guy. What? Olaf, you're melting. Some people are worth melting for. Oh, I don't know why, but I always love the idea of summer and sun and all things hot. Really? Oh, the sky will be blue. And you guys will be there, too. When I finally do what frozen things do in summer! I'm gonna tell him. Don't you dare. 
Yes, Olaf Yay. has made it into our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame as best sidekick. I couldn't be happier about, I you bet. know, hashtag real men love frozen. <laughs> I couldn't be happier about that. Olaf is a fantastic, fantastic character. Right. You know, actually, when you were going through the list of nominees, I was thinking how many of them really took on the role of being like the conscience of the main character or the advisor. And even though in a comical way, all Olaf, oh, I can't even say Olaf really did that. He hit everything. I yes. mean, he was, you know, the, you know, the character who kind of comes into the world and is, you know, looking on things with fresh eyes. Right. He is also, uh, you know, sometimes wise, yeah. as you heard, he's sentimental. He's obviously very funny <laughs> right. and he can sing. <laughs> uh, he's such a great character, a great Disney sidekick. And uh, by the way, it was far and away. He got the most wow. in any one category, uh, got the most nice. votes for him. I think it was over 80% of the wow. people in this category uh, picked him as one of their favorite Disney sidekicks. Yeah, certainly he's a lovable one. Yeah, so uh, very happy about that. Olaf is great. Love Olaf, love Frozen. Uh, that is a great choice, and he is the only one. That I think he took most of the votes away from everybody <laughs> else. He is the only sidekick that made it this year. However, all those nominees and various others uh, will be up for uh, your chance to make it in next year. So very cool. Now we're going to move on to our classic categories finally right. and so we had four categories last year um, we they were uh, best live action film best live action character best animated film and best animated character and we're going to start here with our best disney live action film now the previous inductees these are the films that made it in last year they were the original mary poppins mm -hmm. And Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. So obviously they weren't up for nomination right. this year, uh, but we did get several films that were nominated for this year's chance. And here are those nominations. Uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, mm -hmm. Avengers Endgame, Black Panther, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Enchanted, Hamilton, <laughs> Iron Man, the original Iron Man, right. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana mm -hmm. Jones movie, of course. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope. So those are all great nominees, right. great Very choices. eclectic. Group. Yes, all over the place. From classic yes. Disney, newer Disney, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, right. all sorts of things. Really interesting. Live yeah. action, um, really good stuff. So... And let's get to it. Our newest addition to the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame in the best Disney live action film category as voted by you. And we'll be joining Mary Poppins and the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, yeah, it's, it was, it's our long list of really excellent films they are it was tough it's a tough choice unfortunately again there were some that came close mm -hmm. no one hit that 60 percent threshold so all those will be up for again get a chance next year now since we've already had films put in even more so why we might not if they don't if we don't get a choice next year maybe there isn't another 
choice to be had out there. Maybe we've picked the Hall of Famers and we're done. <laughs> we will see what happens next year. So uh, let's get out of that one. Let's move to something else that maybe has something in it. We'll Hopefully. see. Uh, and we'll go, we'll stick in the live action category. And this is best live action Disney character. In our inaugural year, uh, the category, uh, the winners that made it in the first year were Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. Okay. And also Captain Jack Sparrow, as I mentioned right. earlier before. So those are all great picks. Totally worthy of being in yes. the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Uh, let's get to this year's nominees. Uh, we'll start with Bert mm-hmm. from Mary Poppins, of course. Chewbacca from the Star Wars yeah. franchise. A lot of Star Wars characters in this, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, Darth Vader. Could he get in wow, twice? twice in the same maybe, year, maybe so. We'll see from the Star Wars franchise. Uh, Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Mando from the Mandalorian. <laughs> he made his first time being nominated for uh, this category, obviously. Uh, Giselle from Enchanted, Han Solo from the Star Wars franchise, Jin Erso from Rogue One, a Star Wars story, uh, King T'Challa, also known as Black right. Panther from the Black Panther films and the Avengers films that he was in as well. Uh, Princess General Senator Leah Organa <laughs> from the Star Wars franchise, Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, also, of course, from the Star Wars franchise, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man was a nominee, even though he's... He's kind of more Sony, but he's been in enough (laughs) Avengers films and everything. And Disney sort of helps produce it. So we let him slide and let him get in here as a nominee. Steve Rogers, also known as Captain America from the Marvel world. Thor, Tony Stark slash Iron Man, Mm. also from the Marvel Mm. world. And Walt Disney from uh, Saving Mr. Banks as a character. From Of course, you could have put Walt in from just being Walt and showing up in so many things, but we put him as a character in from Saving Mr. Banks. So those are a list of nominees, great nominees, a lot of Star Wars nominees this year. A lot of people who love Star Wars chimed in this year. Yeah, yeah. You could tell it was very Star Wars heavy, which is good. I mean, that's kind of what's the buzz now anyway. Yeah, and there's so many great characters within Star Wars, so it's easy to pick from. So so as Cho in by you, our newest inductee into the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for live action Disney character uh, joining Mary Poppins, Jack Sparrow, and Indiana Jones is... Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. I'm going to be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? It's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Not if you round down, buddy. You're not actually going into an asteroid field. They'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. (laughs) Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. Worshipfulness. Let's get one thing straight. I take orders from just one person, me. It's a wonder you're still alive. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? No reward is worth this. Come on. You want me to stay because of the way you feel about me? Yes. You're a great help to us. You're a natural leader. No. That's not it. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on. You're imagining things. Am I? Then why are you following me? Fredo's gonna leave without giving you a goodbye kiss? I just assumed he's a Wookiee. I can arrange that. You can use a good kiss! I don't know 
Where you get your delusions, laser brain? <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Come on, admit it. Sometimes you think I'm all right. Occasionally, maybe, when you aren't acting like a scoundrel. Scoundrel? Scoundrel? I like the sound of that. Learn a scoundrel in your life. I happen to like nice men. I love you. I know. Figure it out. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Oh, really? You're cold? Everybody stand back! What's that supposed to be? This is a thermal detonator that I just armed. That's a rock. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And you just made a clicking sound with your mouth. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, it's like weapons malfunction. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. <laughs> so, yes, awesome. Han Solo Yay. is made it into a Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame for best live action character. I think this is the first one that's going to have uh, the same... Uh, the same actor playing two different roles that has made it into Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. He played, um, of course, Harrison Ford, right. played Indiana Jones, who made it in last right. year, and Han Solo, who made it in this year. Right. So two actors who made... Same actor, different characters. Two characters. Huh? Harrison Ford right. is the actor. The characters are Indiana Jones on Han oh, Solo. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I was thinking the other way. That yeah, I, there were I, two different actors The way I explained it was a little convoluted, Sorry. So <laughs> as it usually is. So I uh, totally understand <laughs> that. So uh, anyway, yes, uh, Han Solo makes it in. Harrison Ford as both those characters and uh, Alden Emmerich, who played, you heard mm -hmm. a little bit of that. Right. I, I think he was, you know, I, I, I enjoyed Solo. Yes. Uh, hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Um, I, I, and I enjoyed him in that role, and he had some great lines in there as well. Right. Some that I didn't even add in because I just couldn't fit them in. But um, just Han Solo, such a great character. It definitely so. Yay. Glad he made it. Yes. So, and uh, he was the only one that reached the threshold. Again, some wow. others that came close, but he was the only one that reached that 60% threshold. So he was the only one who will make it in to our second annual Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. All right. So let's move on to another classic category. And We'll go into Best Disney Animated Film. Okay. So last year, we welcomed in Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Toy Story in our inaugural year for our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. This year, we had another several great nominees that had their chance to make it in, uh, including Coco, mm -hmm. Finding Nemo, hashtag Real Men Love Frozen. <laughs> Frozen was on there. Peter Thanks. Pan, 
Pinocchio, yes. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Tangled, The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, The Princess and the Frog, The Sword and the Stone, which was a little bit of a surprise yes. to me, but I'm glad it made it there. Um, a lot of people love that, grew mm-hmm. up with that film and love it very much. And Wally from Pixar. Yeah, so, so. great so, list. Great list. Let's see which of these amazing films have been chosen by you to join Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Toy Story in our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. (laughs) Too tough a choice. Uh, We didn't get anybody in there. None of them met that threshold. Obviously, great films. I made it in in the first year. Right. Um, this year, a lot of those are great films. Mm-hmm. I think a lot, of, if not all of them, are deserving to be. They definitely deserve to be nominated. Um, deserve to possibly sure. be there, but we just not didn't yeah. quite get there for any of them uh, this year. Right. I mean, like you said, I mean, it was a great list. It was a long list, and and I could see where votes were split because of that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, yeah. people have their favorites. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Maybe next year. Maybe one of those films or other films make it in next year. There's some brand new animated films coming out that may be added to the list. Right. Who knows? We'll see. So our final category, we'll reach the final one for this year for our second annual Hot Period Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. And that is Best Animated Character. Last year, we welcomed... Of course, the Sensational Six, which we just mm-hmm. grandfathered in. Right? Right. I didn't even want to put them up there for vote because they deserve to be in there. And that included Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto. Pluto. Mm-hmm. They're in. Um, they just walked right in. We just woke up. <laughs> Come on in, guys. Uh, you deserve to be there. Uh, also getting in through your votes last year were Genie from Aladdin, as mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, and Woody from right. Toy Story. I think they kind of riding the coattails of maybe Toy Story 4, Four. last mm-hmm. year. And of course, just so many great films. Right. Toy Story, the, you know, the film itself actually has already uh, made the right. Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame best animated film. Uh, so let's get to our nominees for this year. And we'll go through Baymax mm-hmm. from Big Hero 6. Uh, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Will he, he be joining mm-hmm. Woody? Maybe. Elsa from... The Frozen franchise. <laughs> Moana from Moana. Olaf, could Olaf make it in wow, twice? Mm, we'll see from Frozen franchise, of course. Pumbaa from The Lion mm-hmm. King. Rapunzel from Tangled. Remy from Ratatouille. Right. Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Uh, it's always a park favorite, right. for sure. Yeah. Everybody loves to get a picture with Stitch. Uh, Sven from Frozen. Right. Timon, again, if you got a Pumbaa, <laughs> you have to have That's Timon right. from The Lion King, right? Uh, Tinkerbell from Peter Pan, and you know the, she has right. her own films and other things that she's sure. appeared in for sure. Uh, Wally from mm-hmm. Wally, Winnie the Pooh from the various yes. Winnie the Pooh movies, Tigger movie, all those different ones. His own attractions. Yes, uh, definitely deserve to be nominee. So, any thoughts on any of these? Again, a great list filled with a lot of wonderful characters with heart. Uh, and as I mentioned, you know, having conscience and guiding the the leading character through their perils and, and stuff. Um, you know, I really love some of the classics. I think I tend to go towards those. So, you know, when you're looking at some of the earlier, either like Winnie the Pooh or, you know, Lion King obviously was such a huge, phenomenal film. And yeah. So a lot of great characters, right. a lot of great films. And uh, like I said, just like I said about the the, the other ones, uh, mm-hmm. the other characters, the other films, all worthy of being nominated right. and up for a chance to be in our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. But let's get to it. The animated character as voted by you to join Genie and Woody in the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame is... 
<laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting choked up. I was getting choked up when I made that uh, that piece, when right. I was putting together the sound of it. <sighs> Wally is so great. And it's amazing. Um, it's amazing what they did with that character. Right. It was the toughest to find sound for because, I mean, he basically just says his name right. and Eve, Eva, uh, right. and, you know, direct uh, very few lines as he's uh, over and over again. Yet there is so much heart and so much soul right. in Wally. Um, it comes across better in visual, but it, you can, if you know the film, just hearing those sounds and knowing what, right. the, what the story is, it's just, it's such a touching movie. Right. You connect with it right away. I know. I totally agree with you. It, it was such an amazing thing to look at that film and say, you know, first of all, it's, it's, it's a robotic type of character, yet you really could appreciate that there was heart there and there were, there were feelings and you know, how much, uh, throughout the story, throughout his journey, they came out, you know, whether it was, you know, his friendship with this little cockroach or, <laughs> you know, his passion for Eva to the, to where he was her protector as well. And, you know, it was just so much of the emotions were captured in that film. And it's like, how did they do that? Like you said, there wasn't a lot of dialogue. Um, and he was a droid or a robot. And, right. and yet 
you still could see that that was a, a being that had so much essence of of heart and emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it's you know there there have been these things going out this week where you can rank your um, you know by doing this quiz you mm-hmm. can rank the best you know, list the Pixar films top to bottom, right. you know, make your entire list uh, based on all of them. Um, this is number one for me. Wally is the is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It is a brilliant film. Just the fact that you can get, as you were just talking about, right. uh, so much emotion that you can, it, 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 with very little dialogue spoken, that you can feel the way you do right. at the end of that film and just weep, openly yes. weep. <laughs> I'm openly weeping just, you know, a film I've seen dozens of times. Right. And, you know, that and just listening to the sound of it, that it's, it is such a brilliant, brilliant film in right. so many ways. Yeah. And Wally is such a brilliant, brilliant character. And totally. all credit to Pixar and all of them that created that character. Underserved in the parks, in my opinion. Right. Um, we need more Wally and Eve. Such a yes. great love story. Right. Talking about one of the best love stories in Disney history. Yeah, true. Uh, Wally and Eve is such a wonderful love story. And we need more of them in the parks that's, somehow. That's true. That's a good point. Hadn't thought of that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's it for our Hyperion Yay! Adventures Disney Hall of Fame uh, second annual class. Um, thank you again to right. everybody who chimed in, and whether it be you know through nominations or you took part in the uh, final ballot, we couldn't have done this without right. you. We appreciate it. these were your choices, as you may have noticed by some things like there weren't a lot of Frozen in there. <laughs> there was no Hamilton in there. Right. That shows you that I did not twist the results <laughs> of this in any way more than we just cast our votes our right. single votes each just right. like you did and uh this is how it turned out yeah so i, I you know i want to echo what you said thank you everybody who participated you know over the the months that we got this ready for today's show and we really appreciate the the dialogue and the fun of of your participation with us on that and for voting and bravo to you for putting together mm-hmm. some amazing sound clips so Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is all thanks to you and we're looking forward to doing it again next year. All these categories will be up next year. We may add one or two more. It's a pretty lengthy list. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll add another one or not. Um, But if you have any ideas on new categories we can add next year that you'd like to hear us go through, um, we'd be certainly willing to consider them for our third annual Period Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. But congratulations again to all of the inductees. Uh, You guys are awesome and all deserve it to be in there. Before we close this out for our second annual Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame class, we do have one more order of business. And that's, of course, it's our little thank you for all of you who, well, for one of you, but, (laughs) you know, you're all who voted on our final ballot. We're up for this uh, possibility of winning our little prize package here. uh, And we really appreciate you. So let's get to it. And we have all our names here. In our little El Capitan uh, <laughs> theater, which is a very famous theater. Right. Michelle is antsy to well, pick like, here. Come on, let's do this already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. The winner of our prize package is... Oh, Michelle, she's coming. She's got it. You're like it trying to grab the bag away. I mean, the bucket away. It is John in Portland. John in Portland. Yay, congratulations, congratulations, John in Portland. Thank you for helping us out with our Hyperion Adventures yeah. Disney Hall of Fame final panel. Thank you for all of you who took part in this. And we'll be doing it again the next year. And we'll have more prizes for those who take yeah. part next year as well. So what a fun day. What a fun kickoff to 2021, our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Sitting in the Hall of Fame. Thank you.
Thank you enough mm-hmm. for uh, taking part and helping us out. These people were chosen by you. Did, were there any surprises for you from uh, the, this class of our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame? Um, no, I don't actually, I can't say surprises. Um, I guess in the sense of some not having any in the category meet the, you know, 60% threshold. It's making me think of maybe another way to to approach this next year. And we'll see. And, well, I mean, if they, 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 I'm sorry, but they don't make the. Oh, enough, yeah. No, I think they in, should but. make that. I'm just wondering if some of our lists, how we how we get the nomination um, solidified is, you know, having either some type of a cutoff or something like that, because, mm. you know, we do want to see people induct or, right, you know, categories inducted. And I know it's, uh, you know, part of the fun is, is that narrowing it down that, right. you know, the pain of, wait, I got to bump off this right. person or this character or this movie or song is, you know, kind of some of the fun. Right. Which is why that, you know, some of these didn't make it right. in is because, you know, they, everybody has their own choices. Uh, unfortunately, there weren't a lot of, uh, on some of these categories, there just wasn't the majority that right. we needed there. Some of them didn't get even 50%. Sure. Um, in right. any, any of them uh, in that category didn't even reach 50% of the votes. And so that, that obviously to me wasn't Hall of Fame worthy. True, so, true. Agreed. Uh, if you have any ideas on how we could, uh, you know, fine tune it for next year. We'll love to hear those as well. So please send them to us through our uh, Gmail account or hit us up on social media or whatever. But again, thank you very much for taking part in this. We had yes. a lot of fun interacting with you again uh, this year. Uh, we have only just one quick story for you in the Disney stories Woo. of the week. It's been, uh, you know, I mean, with New Year's and mm-hmm. Christmas and the holiday season, it's obviously been a really quiet time for stories, but we did get one for you this week. And that is that there's a fantastic new wall Disney World ticket offer returning for those of you who reside within the Sunshine State. So nice. this may not pertain to most of you out there, but there are a few of you that mm-hmm. may want to know about this because you may be thinking, "Do I should I be me taking a Walt Disney World trip soon? I live not that far away. Right? Maybe I should take advantage of this. So this is straight from the Walt Disney World website. Starting on January 4th, 2021, that's tomorrow as of the time we are recording right. this, uh, Florida residents, residents can purchase spe- uh, specially priced Discover Disney tickets. That's what the new uh, prize package, uh, the new ticket package is called. Uh, With this amazing offer, you'll be able to purchase a four-day Discover Disney ticket for $50 per day. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, plus tax. Uh, It's a total price of $199 plus tax. Or you can choose from some other uh, specially priced tickets as well. Uh, The Discover Disney tickets are valid for admission to one theme park per day. Of course, you still will need park reservations Mm -hmm. as long as that's going on with the park pass system. Um, So you'll just take that into uh, account. Um, We don't know how long that will last for, but that is uh, what we see for the uh, the future, at least for now. Um, 
Um, also, you, you can choose a Discover Disney ticket that includes a park hopper option. Now, the park hopper is available right. there. So it costs more than what the price we're going to quote here. But that is available for right. you if you should decide for a little bit more money. So uh, and also, if you're looking for flexibility in these tickets, uh, you can they can be used on consecutive or non-consecutive days. So since you live in the state, maybe you just want to go up for a day right. or two days in a row or whatever. But uh, you can still extend it out uh, for a certain amount of time. So here are the prices. A two-day ticket will cost you $149 per ticket plus tax. That uh, goes to $75 per day. Mm-hmm. They are valid from January 4th through March 11th, 2021, with some blockout dates of January 16th through the 18th and February 13th through the 15th. So if you're interested Mm -hmm. in that one, uh, those are possible for you. There's also a three-day ticket for $179 plus tax. That accounts to $60 per day. Still a great price. You can only stop uh, going three times. Uh, That is valid from January 4th through June 18th, 2021. So you have a little bit more time to use those those days if you so desire. With blockout dates being, again, January 16th through the 18th, February 13th through the 15th, also March 26th through April 11th, the spring break time, right. in, and uh, May 28th through the 31st of 2021. And finally, uh, the four-day ticket, which I just, just uh, talked about to begin this, mm-hmm. $199 plus tax, uh, which accounts to $50 per day. And it's valid for the same dates as the three-day ticket and has the same blockout right. date. So uh, if you live in the Sunshine State, you're not an annual pass holder and you're just looking to buy some tickets. Right. Uh, and you're thinking about going anytime now through, depending on how many of these you want to get, um, whether it's the two, three, or four-day um, through June, um, you may want to jump on this because that's, I mean, $50. Yeah, that's amazing. To get into the parks, that's a crazy right. good price. That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah very cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, so that's it for the Disney stories well, of the week. Like I said, I did. Oh, Michelle has a Disney story. I, I, I love Michelle's stories. <laughs> she always has the very best Disney stories. Uh, I don't know about that. And I don't know if I call it a news story as an information piece. Okay, well. Michelle always has the best information pieces. Let's get to it. Here's Michelle's information piece of the week. Oh, well, thank you. It, it really relates to Disney Cruise Line. And I know that um, we've heard and we've talked about in the past how cruise lines in general, cruise liners in general, are working with the CDC to, you know, reimagine how they're going to deliver services and make sure uh, that sailings are as safe as they can be. Mm-hmm. And so Disney obviously is is taking part in that. They've actually um, have canceled uh, reservations up through the end of uh, excuse me, of February, right. of February. Um, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and they also are not planning to do sailings more than seven days for right now. Right. Um, so so but, if you had a cruise that was booked, that was like the Panama Canal or right. whatever, that has been canceled. Right. And, and they're not taking additional bookings. Like if you go on their website and try to say, you know, I want to do Hawaii or I want to do Panama Canal, it'll say, you know, yeah. Every, for another option. Everything is seven day or right. less right now. Exactly. And so, um, but one of the things that they have done is really, um, relaxed some of their requirements for final payment and, uh, last minute cancellation. So, Anybody who's booking a sailing through middle of 2021, uh, anything by the end of this month, if they book it for a future sailing up to the, like, um, different ones have different things, uh, but let's say July, um, then you have these restrictions alleviated in, in a lot of the things. So you, whether it's uh, your final payment could be 
delayed up until only 60 days in advance. Uh, you could have rebooking without penalties. You could have cancellations or refunds without penalties. Um, they will also have, uh, if you meet certain criteria just two weeks out from your cruise, you can still do a cancellation or rebooking. So mm -hmm. that's if you actually get COVID or have an exposure. And uh, if within the, you know, the day before your travel, your planned travel, you have an exposure or symptoms or fever, you wouldn't be allowed to sail and you would be able to get that full refund mm -hmm. without any penalty fees uh, incurred on that. So I think they're trying to do uh, what's best in terms of making the sailing safe. Mm -hmm. And they're also giving you some flexibility knowing that right now there are still some things up in the air or people may have issues that would prohibit them from sailing or feeling comfortable from sailing right sure. now. It's, so. it's the right thing to do. And, right. you know, hopefully we can get Disney Cruise Line and all the cruise lines sailing again right. very soon. I'm sure it's still going to be a few more weeks as things are, you know, spiked recently. Right. But uh, hopefully eventually, and it will eventually, mm -hmm. we'll get to that point. But we everybody still wants to be safe when they're traveling. I know when uh, you mentioned that the, your final payment can be delayed till just 60 days out. Right. Uh, just a note on that. Um, if you you, you do plan on doing that, you, you know, when you pay, make your final payment, depending on your castaway club status right. is when you get to um, make reservations right. on dining and uh, experiences and so, and, and uh, shore excursions right. and stuff. Um, that still would be 120 days out, but only if you've made your final payment at that point, if you are right. act, uh, like um, platinum or concierge or whatever, where you right. can get that. So, uh, you know, if you don't, you have to have made a final payment before you can start making those right. reservations. So just know that going in, but still is nice to have that. That option, especially if you're not uh, gold or uh, platinum, right. or you're going to be making those reservations anyways, that you can hold off till 60 days out. Right, exactly. And and they are also, um, you know, going by the recommendations of limiting how many passengers are on. So, like, even if you have a reservation and you wanted to add somebody into your cabin, you would have to check with Disney Cruise Line right. because although there might be room in your cabin, they might have already capped off the number of passengers that are going on. On that sailing. So the best thing to do is keep an eye out on their website, uh, or if you're working through a travel agent, talk to your, uh, your travel professional and get some of your questions answered. And obviously with any of these things, there are some um, elements that you need to know about before making a, a final decision. But it's good to see that, you know, one, they're giving you that, that financial flexibility. And that's also for if you are, if somebody is planning to go to know that, uh, if somebody was exposed or has COVID, um, they can get out of that sailing without a penalty. And, and so you feel safer that people know that, oh, I'm not going to push myself to go on if I'm right. sick or symptomatic. Um, and yes, don't do that. Yes. <laughs> don't do that. No. Don't do any, don't go on a plane. Right. Don't go to the parks. Don't go on a cruise if you feel like you're, even if you feel right. ill. Just don't do it. Yeah, it's not it's not worth it to yourself or to, the, uh, to others. Right. But anyway, so that's just kind of like info story good very good michelle's information <laughs> pieces always the best information pieces speaking of the best for michelle let's get to our disney tips our vacation tips uh tips of the week michelle always has the very best tips as we all know look look at her she's wonderful she's decked out she's spectacular oh, she so is sweet. She is my love of my life. Aww. She is my 
Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame Aww, queen. Thank you. Thank um, you. But she also, she should be in the Hall of Fame just for her tips. She always has the best <laughs> tips. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh my gosh, you're so kind. And you're the love of my life as well, honey. And so love going on this adventure with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, so since I did a new story on Disney Cruise Line, thought that the tip would be a Disney Cruise Line tip. And, you know, people pretty much know about the fact that Disney Cruise Line has amazing kids programs, you know, and, and they really do try to customize activities for age ranges. And, you know, kids love it. Kids love it. But what you might not know is about the 1820 society that they have. And um, if you're ever sailing on a Disney cruise line and you see that, you might not realize that that is actually a specialty group activity, set of activities that cast members put together for passengers who are ages 18, 19, or 20. And, you know, they start on embarkation day of having a a group get together where you can really start getting to know some of the other fellow passengers in that age category. And they come up with, you know, some programs and activities that are really geared towards that age group. And again, I don't think it's one that's highlighted. If you were to just look on the the cruise navigator or the app navigator, you might not realize what that society is. And I think it's great that they, they added that, um, you know, a while back. So, right. It's a, it's a kids club for young adults that, right. you know, you're not a kid, you're not like, you know, 21 or over. Right. So you're going into the bars. You can't go into the adult pool yet right. or some of the adult only situations out there. So it's kind of that way to get together with, those of your age and still enjoy, have a good time while you're on the cruise. Right. So anyways, that's something to consider if you're on a Disney cruise and you're traveling with passengers in that age group. And they do have all sorts of different age groups. Of course, we know we we discuss the kids clubs uh, very often, but there's also clubs, uh, spaces for tweens and teens. Uh, So, you know, if you're not, if you're, you know, you have some young ones that are a bit older and not, you know, not going to hang out in the right. kids club. You know, that's a little too young for them. They do have their own spaces. We've been in there to visit them. They have video games right. and like a smoothie bar and yeah, some other stuff that they shop. can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they can kind of have their own thing going right. on and hang out with, again, uh, some uh, other kids of their own age. So. Right. So it's great that Disney just really does want to make every passenger, you know, have a special experience that they feel good about. Right. For sure. So Michelle's tips, always <laughs> the best tips. Uh, for my tip, I'm going, it's a new year, but I, so I'm going to go back with an old favorite of mine. And it's my the tip I go all the time. Let me guess. Let me see if you can guess. Hydrate. Yes, yes. Um, when you're going to the Disney parks or just traveling in general or just living your life, please yes. stay hydrated. And you go through New Year's, maybe you had a, a little different type of hydration that's right. really more dehydrating and you felt it the next day. Well, that's because you didn't hydrate well exactly. enough. You did some other things. Really, hydrating, it helps with your energy. It, it's one of the biggest factors in your health. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's huge for your immunity. Uh, it just makes you feel better overall. Right. You know, if you can regularly be, you know, having those fluids within you. And, you know, water is the best, but, you know, some sort of Gatorades, uh, drinks with electro, uh, electrolytes. Even as, as much as it's not a great thing for you, it does hydrate you in some ways. Michelle said that coffee, coffee. is one of those things that can hydrate you. More beverages that aren't alcoholic <laughs> are good, especially if you're going to have some alcoholic beverages, which is going to take some of that away from you. It also helps with your digestion, mm-hmm. helps with weight management. You know, when you're hungry a lot of the times, 
that isn't necessarily that you're really your body is really calling for food. A lot of times it's calling for hydration, True. for more water, and then it just comes across. It's sending a signal to your brain that makes you feel like you're hungry. Right. Where if you drink a glass of water, you'll feel a lot better. So. Uh, it's just one of the things that'll just make you feel so much better when you're going through life, but especially when you're in the parks, Disney Cruise Line, whatever it may be. And remember, um, bring a refillable water bottle with mm-hmm. you to the parks. It's the easiest way to make sure you have that water with you all the time. Uh, also, water is free at all the quick service restaurants. Right. You just go up there, ask for a cup of water. They'll give you a cup of water and, you know, no charge. Right. You know? So so dr- drink early, drink often. And uh, you'll feel that much better for it. Yeah, it's a great tip. It really is because it's like you said, uh, when you're in the parks, it's one of the things we tend to not consider all very often and you really have to make a point to remember to do that and it really can make or break uh, attitudes whether you're talking kids or adults Uh, and so it is a great tip thank you it's my favorite because I like to stay hydrated myself and I think it's really important for everybody so uh, that's it for this week next week even though as we mentioned earlier in the show we won't be attending the beginning of the uh, the festival the uh, International well, now the taste of Inter- Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Very good. Uh, that doesn't mean we won't be talking about it yes. because, in our opinion, it is one of the it is the most underrated right. of the uh, Epcot festivals. And so next week we're going to discuss all about it. I think Michelle's going to do some of her wonderful research <laughs> on it, which yes. is always great. There should be some new stuff coming out since it starts next week, right. so we can go over a lot of that. And we're just going to give you some tips on how to get the most out of it. Obviously, this is a little different year than than uh, other years, but still you can enjoy it uh, just the way it is. Yeah, and we're looking forward to it. It's a fun, like you said, it's, it's uh, we've mentioned it's kind of one of those underrated festivals that we love and, you know, it's good to see some of the, the our favorite things are coming back, whether you're talking food or activities and displays. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun topic for yeah, sure. For sure. So we're looking forward to that. So as for today, we appreciate that you join us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. So the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for the newsletter. We don't share your email address with anybody, but we do share information with you. Absolutely. We uh, love sharing that information with you. It's just kind of a little bit of better way to be more in the Hyperion Adventures. No, uh, be a little bit higher level Hyperion Adventurer, but we love you all no matter whether you're a newsletter subscriber, whether you follow us on social media, or whether you just listen to the podcast and don't chime in at all. We love you all. Uh, As far as on social media, we're very active out there, so you may want to follow us and you can find us there on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. You should check out Michelle. Check out on the the YouTube channel and check out my little dinky ponytail uh, back here. Looks good. But if you want to find us there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you just want to contact us for any reason, just chime in on any of our topics, suggest a topic, just say hi, whatever it is, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you. And best of all, uh, we really enjoy, enjoy your friendship and your support. We want to wish all of you a very healthy and happy 2021. And uh, we're looking forward to sharing more of these podcasts with you. Yes. It's going to be a brand new fantastic year a lot of fun 
coming up, a lot of great topics that we have planned out, and we finally have some trips on the book. I know we had to cancel this one. We have a February trip. We're looking at adding another trip. We have a couple cruises on the books. We're looking forward to an exciting 2021 through whether we're at the parks, whether we're on the cruise line, or whether we're just here at home. We're just looking forward to sharing it all with you. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.